Rod, Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Kat and I like to play this fill-in-the-blank match game that's called Blank Slate. And I only tell you the real name because it doesn't really make sense. Other than it's a game you can buy and look up and play with your friends. Maybe you need a holiday gift. So Blank Slate is the game we're playing. It's a fill-in-the-blank game. We have five different categories. I believe Joey is playing this morning. If uh, Joey's going to get five one-word clues, you got to then come up with the next word. I will then come back in after leaving the studio. And from there... We will see if we can't match three out of the five. And in this case, you will win two meals to our good friends at Chick-fil-A. Uh, let's see here. Hang on. I'm going to pull up the right number here. Joey, are we uh, ready to go? Do you understand how this game works? Works for me. All right, I'm out. All right. Here we go, Joey. Fill in the blank. Cherry blank. Pie. Pie. Rock blank. Rock. On. I'm sorry. What did you say? On. Pun. Yeah, on, like rock on. Oh, on. Gotcha. All right, fish blank. F is in Frank fish? Yes, fish. Fry. Neck blank. Tie. Tie. Okay, and happy blank. Birthday. All right, we'll get Andy in here. Hey, Andy, come on get- in. Oh, this is good. All right, this Joey. This is going to be a good one. Do you think it's going to be close, or do you think you got it? Uh, e- I don't know. We'll have to see. All right. Probably not. All right. Okay. (laughs) Let that optimistic Monday point of view. All right. Let's do it here. What's the first one? First one is cherry blank. Cherry pie. You got it. Rock. Rock blank. (laughs) I want to say paper scissors. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just one one word. One word. One word. Uh, Rock. (laughs) Rock. What do you do with your rock? You rock and roll. Rock and uh, um, well, is that two words? Yeah, it's two words. Is the end rock two? In oh, roll. Man, I like my paper scissors. <laughs> uh, you rock on. You got it. That's oh my god! You got yes. it. Rock on. Oh my gosh! One to go. Okay, yes. what's up? Fish blank. Fish. Uh, you got a fish like a church would do a fish fry. No. I can't believe that. I can't what? believe we got all these. You want to do the rest? Yeah, what's the other two? Neck blank. Uh, necklace. Neck. Nope. Neck ne- tie. Uh, oh, neck tie. And happy blank. Birthday. Happy you birthday. You got it. All oh, right. we have four. Awesome. We have five. We Oh, Joey, congratulations. We're going to hook you up with two meals to Chick-fil-A, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Hang on. It's Andy in the morning. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. Kat and I this morning are playing around a fired or not fired. You tell us the biggest mistake a coworker ever made on the job. I mean, if you want to be personal, you can share your story as well. Mm-hmm. But usually it's easier to out a coworker. The biggest mistake a coworker ever made while at work. We were in through some examples. Accidentally opening a uh, file, then you didn't realize it was like ransomware. Mm-hmm. It took down your whole you know, company server. Um, we've already had a few minutes ago, a employee took off their boots in the winter and to switch into different shoes in the office and a bag of weed fell out. So <laughs> fired or not fired. Uh, by the way, that employee did not get canned. No. As I've told you before, over the stealing something out of the company fridge is more likely to get you fired than sometimes some of the things I hear called in sometimes on this. All right, so 260-467-9500. The biggest egregious error in the workplace a coworker made, and then we will then guess 
if they got fired or not. It's Andy in the morning. All right, what happened? Go ahead. A coworker did what? They brought a squirrel, in, a baby squirrel, into the back room and let it run around. <laughs> a critter. There's a critter loose yeah. at work. You Hang on. You're, yes. you're, what was your industry? Again, I don't want the name of your company, but what field were you guys in? Banking. Ba- oh, gosh. So that's kind of a stiff environment. Yeah, it's suits and ties and stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, fired or not fired? And who brought it in? Like a junior teller or something? An assistant manager. Stop it. Oh, boy. An assistant manager brought in a squirrel and let it run around the back room. All right. Yes. I'm going to go not fired. Yes. Not fired. Kat, you have a guess? I'm going to say not fired, too. Probably suspended or at least wrote up. Fired. Fired. Oh, she got fired. You got to violate the company's squirrel policy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, I love it. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Sandy in the morning, 260-467-9500. Fired or not fired. A coworker once did blank. Go ahead. She got back from lunch. It was winter time. So she was in there getting ready to change, take her boots off and put her shoes on. And when she was doing that, her bag of weed fell out of, because she kept it rolled like a <laughs> uh, Fell out right on the floor in front of anybody, everybody. Now, did like management see it or just like a couple coworkers? Yeah, yeah no, oh no, the boss was there. <laughs> Fired enough. Okay, uh, without telling me the name of the company, what was the industry you were in? Like what was... Um, office supplies. Office supplies. I'm going to say not fired. I don't think she got fired for that. Is possession? No, she didn't. No. Actually, they were going to offer her a bonus to, to get her to work, come to work more, and be more uh, on time and dependable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's She's crazy. running late all the time. I wonder why. Oh, whoops. There you go, oh yeah, she went to lunch for half an hour, and it was like three hours later, and you know, three joints and a bottle of vodka later. She's got all the Doritos in her and, drawer. And uh, she ended up getting promoted, is what you're saying, right? Well, not promoted, but they were willing to offer her more money to, to be able to come back to work on time and to yeah. try to be more responsible. Andy, in the morning, hi. All right, fired or not fired, the biggest mistake a coworker made on the clock. Let's go. Uh, they received their weekly check, which was supposed to be $367. Somehow they added a couple zeros and she got a check for 36700 And instead of reporting it, she just cashed it and assumed she'd get away with it. Oh, so fired. fired. Oh, she'll, oh, you didn't even let us guess. She got canned. She got canned because she didn't report it. Did you guys even give her a window to report it? Like, how long did she have? Uh, probably a week. She never said a word. She just uh, took the money, spent it, and then got fired. And they got fired. Jeez. Um, did you even give her the chance to, like, pay it back? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Any criminal charges? Uh, filed? I yeah. Mean, how does that work? Well, because it was an error. It's like Monopoly. Yeah. That's a bank error in your favor. Like it. I mean, ultimately, it's a mistake. It's a test of honesty. Where's the moral values? Gosh, not in America. Gosh. Fired or not fired, the biggest mistake a coworker ever made while on the job. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Cat is with me. Randy Brown is the executive vice president, GM. He has all these executive titles out of the Coliseum. He's been running that building, building for 31 years. He's worked there 33 years, and he's retiring at the end of this week. So you're going to see a number of exposés. But we sat down with him last week, and we have a 10-minute podcast interview with him where we talk about everything. You know, what's the number one thing that annoys patrons at the Coliseum? We get into that. 
And I'm telling you, it's not parking prices. No, it's not parking. It's not, it's not parking prices. Um, we talked to him about his experience working with artists because that's the one that people really sort of gravitate to the most. You know, what's it like behind the scenes with Elton John and Paul McCartney, which we do get into those. But we also spend some time talking about how often they have to use the jail. That's right. The Coliseum yeah. has a jail cell. I didn't know this before talking to him. Like, people don't talk about that. They don't talk about it. You don't know. I just kind of heard about it over the years. I've, I've learned about it. Uh, but I don't know how often it's used. I don't know if there's been famous offenders in there. Mm. You know, did anybody get uh, ruly backstage? Did Larry the Cable Guy get drunk? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, does, I mean, these are the stories that Randy has. And it turns out he was telling a lot of the time that jail cell gets used for when women uh, flash or some uh, usually women get naked at a concert. Right. Whether it's a rock concert or a country concert or something like that, usually a customer or a patron will flash and then they get detained for, yeah, for doing that. Indecent exposure. So then I, Kat and I asked him, I go, quite simply, how often do you deal with nudity? And that's where we pick up our interview this morning with Randy Brown. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you another story. You, 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 <laughs> here's, a, here's a lesson on active listening. Okay. So we had uh, Courtney Love, uh, and it was actually promoted by uh, IPFW at the time. Courtney Love, uh, again, I had heard, uh, and what I always do is what I call advancing the show, talking to colleagues in other cities. Turns out is, in the case of uh, this artist, about halfway through the show, according to colleagues, she would uh, potentially be topless. Oh, boy. So, once again, <laughs> meeting with the artist, just uh, and, uh, letting her and her um, agent manager know that that was not acceptable in Fort Wayne. And uh, she said, Randy... Don't worry. I promise you I won't take my top. How was your uh, job today, honey? Well, I had to talk to Courtney Love about not being topless. I mean, <laughs> Well, now let me tell you the, the second part of the story. She did what she said she would do, but again, this gets back to the active listening part. I promise you I won't take my top off. Oh. What, she, what she did do, she told all the ladies in attendance that they should take their, their top, top off. off. Golly, Randy. So, yeah, that made the front page of, the, I think, the new Sentinel. So it's like hung with my own rope. The other side of the coin is Marilyn Manson. And yes. Marilyn was uh, a bit, had a bit of a colorful track record. And uh, we learned that uh, the last song in the show, he wore the American flag as a diaper. This was his first play here. We had picketers. There was all kinds oh of things goodness. going on. But met with uh, Marilyn and his manager, and we talked about it, and it wore a war memorial. It's really not appropriate. And he said, Randy, put his hand up. Don't worry about it. I won't do that. No problem. I understand. And Marilyn Manson, in this case, perfect gentleman, no problem, none whatsoever. Randy Brown there. Our full interview is over at the Andy in the Morning podcast. Ten minutes of stories like that, talking about behind the scenes with Paul McCartney and Elton John's made a couple appearances here in town. The first one, I guess, was a chilly reception. Then they did something to try to open him up mm -hmm. uh, the second time around uh, when he came when he was uh, most recently at the Coliseum. So Randy was very kind to share those stories with us as he wraps up a 33-year career as leading the Coliseum. We didn't even have a chance to get into raising the roof yeah. and expanding that, which was a big deal over the years. And he was sort of a pioneer for doing that, Randy was. of like We were one of the fierce buildings that said, you know what, I can't afford to tear it all down.
So let's but, just lift But I it can up. lift the roof. Lift the roof, expand. And that was very creative thinking and very creative, um, you know, engineering that really made a ton of headlines nationally at the time. So Randy Brown, our podcast, 10 minutes is with him as he wraps up his career on our podcast page. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Email into the show. And it's about being an only child. Anybody listening an only child? You're an only child, I'm, aren't you? I'm an only. Yeah. I'm an only. How big of a deal that is or isn't, that's what we're getting into. Our number in advance is 260-467-9500. Dear Andy, because they know I'm an only. Usually it's Dear Andy and Cat, but this is Dear Andy. I'm a, a new mom to a 10-month-old baby girl. Okay. I love her. Being a mom's great, but wow, babies are a lot of work. Pause. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Okay. Everyone keeps telling me things get easier and easier, and they definitely have improved from when my daughter was a newborn, but every time I see parents are seemingly stressed out no matter what age their kid is. Pause. Isn't that the truth? I remember one time when Me- when Mel and I had two. We had Violet and Hudson, and they were both little. I mean, they still are, but like, I'm talking like three and two years old. Mm-hmm. And I go, when does it get better? When does it get better? He goes, you know, you know what the hardest age to parent kids is? And I go, I don't know. What is it? What is it? He goes, the one you're at now. Oh, yeah. Whatever age you're at now, that's the hardest, okay? Could be 12, could be 16, 21, whatever age you're at now, it's all hard. Anyway, back to the letter. I keep getting the question, she says, about when are you going to have your next kid? Oh, to hate that. Oh, you're rushing things. I typically get a strange look, like it's cruel for me and my husband to not at least try for a sibling because I answer to these people, we may not. Mm-hmm. I know you're an only child, but now you're raising three kids. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I honestly would like your feedback if you've ever wanted a sibling or not and how much grief it causes you to this day, if any. Is only being an only child a bad thing? Because I feel like society is often telling me it is. <laughs> oh, boy. 260-467-9500. My husband and I are currently 31. We're the same age. We have enough money. We have enough room in our house for another child. That's not the issue at all. But people's thoughts on having another kid. Is it actually necessary for the development of my daughter now to try for a second? And if so, what's the ideal age to spread them apart? There you go. That's the letter that I received. Now, look, this is in my years of being on the radio, this is the only letter I've ever received about being an only. Uh, I'm an only. I do get this question only from moms. Can I tell you, moms are the ones who feel this guilt. You know, I mean, if you want my honest opinion, did I ever want, did I ever want siblings? I can tell you I never had that need mm. until I was like 30. And then you wanted yeah, someone like the to tw- talk yeah, to. Yeah, and you know what? Connect he, with. And you know who, you know, the times where I'm crying or I'm like I don't know what I'm doing with my life or I'm not mm-hmm. making enough money or that's when my friends and uncles filled the void mm-hmm. of big brother sort of feeling to me. Yeah. Uh, Andy in the morning, hi, talking about being an only child. Go ahead. Yes. So I am not an only child, but my fiance is, and he always wishes that he had another one. But I come from a family that um, my parents had a hard time, you know, having us. It took 10 years to to have two kids. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's the same, that's the part of the argument I haven't even gotten to. You know, infertility is a monster, and it's not even people's fault. If there's any takeaway from this, it's this. I never had any guilt about being an only, but if you were to send this letter to my mother, 
who only had one, Mm -hmm. I think she would have a completely different narrative. I think she, this is why I relate to this letter now that I, you know, I'm an adult and I have perspective. Mm -hmm. I think she got questions all day. Why only one? Mm -hmm. What happened? What's the status of your relationship? Why are things rocky? You guys have only had one. Why didn't you want others? You're depriving Andy of a better life. Like those things legit happened to my mother. Well, statistics say there are, you know, 2.5 kids within families. Like the the benchmark is 2.5 kids. So it's statistics, I think, is what people get in their heads. Andy, in the morning high, turn your radio down. Go ahead. Um, I just was interested in talking about this subject because I am an only, but I have a, a I can six-year-old... T- <laughs> and only plan to have one, and then I had another. So um, I felt like I had, and I got all those questions all the time. I think the guilt for women with one is real. mm -hmm. Now that is what I will agree with. Yeah, that I will agree with. I got questions nonstop. And it's just like she said, people act like you are absolutely destroying your kid's life by not having a brother or sister. And then I would stop and say, but I'm an only. Yeah, and you're just really, I'm fine. Yeah, thank you for the call. I agree. You see, the point is, the reason I think it's interesting is I'm so shocked at the guilt people, like women either yeah, project they on. hear yeah. or they project on others. Mm-hmm. That's something that I don't think men do a lot of. You know, oh, we I don't, agree. I don't project, you know, to my buddy who only had one while well, you're failing as a man. <laughs> don't you want you know? a son? Why don't you, you know? know? I feel like there's less of that. And I feel like those pressures with women are real. And so I totally understand. Sandy in the morning. Sandy in the morning. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. Starting off a new week. We already mentioned the weather, not only today, but this week looks really good. This week is also, uh, I call it Fair Week, DeKalb County Free Fall Fair. I know Bluffton had their street fair last week. So we're having, uh, this is one of my favorite times of the year. You get all these uh, community fall festivals. I think, uh, what, the first weekend in October is always Apple Fest up at Kendallville. DeKalb has their uh, free fall fair, which is, you know, a bunch of carnies and uh, gluttonous food and a bunch of local businesses giving you yardsticks. Oh, yeah. So all those sort of tchotchkes. Uh, I, th- I do think it's ironic that uh, there's, at the Cobb County Free Fall Fair, the things I've learned over the years is the most popular sandwich up there is the fish sandwich. Fish, huh? Not like, you know, the brats or... Have you ever gone? I've never You've been up never there. You've never been? No, I've never gone, but I do want to go. I do want to go this year because, I mean, I, I do want to go. I've just never been. It is, um, you know, I grew up in Angola and the DeKalb County Free Fall Fair. I mean, that was it. It was, uh, you would go, you'd, you'd wear your Letterman jacket. And this is all pre-social media, you know. So you'd see uh, another athlete or somebody you'd play against in a different sort of sport. Uh-huh. And it'd be Jets and Sharks, man. Jets and Sharks. Because nowadays, you know, if you're like an athlete, you wouldn't you befriend on Facebook, right, you know, the guy right. on the competition or you reach out and there's, you know, less sort of stigma. But it would be like you'd be walking in with a group of your Angola jackets against DeKalb coats. And it was a whole thing. I grew up in the Luke Wrecker era. Um, that, and it was like the first sort of road trip you were allowed to take at 16, you know, because you could, my parents would be like, all right, you got your license. You can go drive to the fair with your buddy. And you'd walk around and you would walk. Now, if you go walk today, the, the DeKalb fair and all these little fairs, it's just a bunch of high schoolers making out in the courthouse yeah. lawn. You know, it's a bunch of Or gra- with the carnies. Yeah, well, I don't hope not. Uh, Some me of those too. Car- me too. 
So, uh, but I do have some of my favorites. There's the DeKalb Donut. Okay. That people will wait in line for four hours for. Four hours. What's so special about this donut? It's then? a magical donut. Pe- mm. We'll get into it uh, not only today, but this week. Yeah, people will wait in line and they freeze them throughout the year <laughs> and then they unthaw them and then they have them. That way they can only, because you can only get this donut once a year. So uh, it's it's a whole deal. What else is there? Oh, the uh, the mouse game. So at every corner at the DeKalb County Free Fall Fair is there's uh, like gambling, right? It's the mouse game. You put uh, the mouse is going to run around and which holes the mouse going to jump into. It's kind of like, you know, you put a quarter or like a dollar. It's kind of like roulette, right? right? With uh, the mouse. Except I learned that these mice, the, the, the older ones, the veterans are saved for the evening competitions. What? Why? And then, because that's prime time. Okay. That's when more people are out. Okay. The rookies, the baby mice, the new ones. <laughs> because are, they don't know where to go? They are tr- They they get sort of trained okay. during the day. That's fine. That's so, great. So you, anyway, it's a whole, you have to, if you've never gone, it doesn't make any sense to you. But. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, it sounds a lot like the fair that I grew up with in Southern Indiana. I mean, I do want to go check it out and I probably will this year, but, um, you know, do, they have rides, right? Oh, yeah. And they have like car- carny, like yep. all the games and stuff. Do they have the bulldozer game? Like I, that is my favorite. Is that game. where you like push the quarters yes. off the the edge? I won like eighty bucks doing that one year at my. I don't know fair. if they have that or not. I'm assuming they do. I assume they do. Yeah, I remember. You know, it was I played pop the balloon. You oh, know, you yeah, throw the darts. The darts. Yeah, yep. yeah, and you get all these tchotchkes that you'll never wear or use again. But yeah. And my my fair did used to have the the mouse game too, but I don't know why they took it away. Maybe they took it away and brought it to your fair up here. Well, we have four of them. They're at every corner of the the square. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. And so, but uh, yeah, the the truth behind the mice. The rookies play during the, the day. The veterans get prime time at night when more people are out. Weather today, highs in the low 80s. So I'll see everybody in line this week for fish sandwiches and donuts. The Midwest, DeKalb County way. It's Andy in the morning.